Will and Christian in the morning. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Will and Christian in the morning. As always, I'm Christian. I'm Will. And welcome to 2024. I think this is the first episode we've done in the new year. So, uh, happy new year, happy Will. New year. Got any happy. fun uh, New Year's resolutions? Yes. Well, I don't like New Year's resolutions because I don't follow them and I feel too much pressure. So, <coughs> this year we all came up with achievable goals, mm-hmm. uh, Christian and I and some of our friends. And one of mine is to read 12 books of 12 different genres because I want to read more and broaden my horizon. Nice. Still on book one, but it's okay. What, um, uh, what book is that again? Uh, I'm Glad My Mom Died by oh. Tom McCurdy, which is really good so far. Excellent. Um, thank you, front of the pot of Abby, for letting me borrow it. Um, <laughs> and my second, maybe less likely to happen one, is to visit a German-speaking country, because mm. probably Germany, but anyway. Probably. <laughs> um, because... I still never like really got a chance to study abroad, and um, I want to travel, and I don't know. I just want to. I want to travel, so, yeah, totally. and get to practice the language and everything. So, yeah, yeah. What about you? Um, let's see. Uh, I think what did I want to do. I think one thing was just like you know work out more and stuff, um, and focus on like physical health kind of so i'm going on the, or abby and i are both going on a uh, like a detox diet that we learn yeah. about on our cruise and i know just saying that sounds like a scam but she said How many people do you have to recruit <laughs> <No>. <laughs> she said the science but it made sense to her what she's she's learned in like anatomy and chemistry and stuff but it's basically like um if you have a lot of like acidic foods it like clogs up uh, something, I forget, and it like basically doesn't allow like the protein and stuff to go to the muscles. So then it, uh, you know, all the stuff and nutrients go kind of to like the uh, the arms and you know the chest, like parts where you like kind of can see fat growth. Okay. So um, the whole thing is like a twenty one day detox where. It's essentially a liquid diet, and it's all, like, very basic foods. Basic as in not acidic. Yeah. Um, and after the 21 days, once you flush out all of, like, the acid in your body, and you can, like, open up those, you know, like, pathways again, then if you go to, like, a regular, like, healthy-ish diet and good exercise, then you can, like, start to, like, lose fat and build muscle because now it's sort of, like, unblocked. Um, so we're going to start that in February and also like do dry February cause, uh, we didn't do dry January. <laughs> um, so I'm looking forward to that, but also it's going to be weird. Like we got like a book and it was like, you know, just get used to the fact that you're not going to be chewing for most of this diet. And it's just, it's a lot of like smoothies and soups and all it like looks good, but okay. it's just going to be an interesting transition. But, um, you know, physical health, that is my New Year's resolution. Nice. Um, and uh, another thing, not necessarily a New Year's resolution, but something that I've been wanting to do um, for a while, and now I'm sort of getting closer this year, uh, is every year I say I want to see all of the Oscar Best Picture nominations. Mm-hmm. And good transition. They just came out yeah. this past week. Um, and I am now six out of ten. I'm about to be seven out of ten for best picture. Just for, for best picture, okay. <laughs> There's a lot of uh, nominations, but um, why don't we start there? You know, yeah, uh, I, I might try to do that as well because I think I've seen a lot of them. Yeah, and um, I think uh, shout out AMC Stubbs A list. Uh, <laughs> no one markets that better than the users themselves. Um, I've been able to see like a lot of uh, movies. Just because it, like, removes the uh, the sort of, like, oh, like, I kind of want to see it, but do I want to pay, like, you yeah. know, $17 or whatever? And now it's, like, quote-unquote free, and uh, so that it's much easier to see it. But, yeah, the Oscar nominations uh, came out this past week, and I think there were – it was pretty good, but there were some notable uh, snubs that I'm sure you've – we there's been a lot of discussion yeah. about it. Um, I think kind of the two biggest ones that I've seen were both for Barbie, 
and uh, Margot Robbie did not get nominated for Best Actress, and Greta Gerwig, I think that's the bigger deal, Greta Gerwig did not get nominated for Best Director. Yeah. Um, and what do you, as a man, <laughs> think about that? I was gonna, I might have a hot take. <clears throat> not that hot, but yeah, like, I've seen a lot of discourse online <clears throat> about this, and I, like, because I know the big thing is people were upset because Ryan Gosling got nominated for yeah. Best Supporting Actor. Um <clears throat> I think I don't know if I would call the Margot Robbie one as much of a snub because it is a stacked category for best actress this year, mm-hmm. and I think it is also a little bit like taking away from the fact that um, Billy Gladstone got nominated, yeah, which is like a big deal. That was <laughs> huge. Mm-hmm. So I kind of understand, like, and personally, like. She did a really good job in the film, but I think stacked up to some of the other performances. I don't mm-hmm. know if it was necessarily, like, needs the Oscar. Mm-hmm. I do think it's dumb that Greta didn't get nominated. Yeah, like, I, I, I think, think if anything, she should have. I'm glad that America uh, Ferrera got nominated for mm-hmm. Supporting Actress. Yeah. But I'm glad that Barbie got a lot of nominations. I think it has eight nominations. Eight. yes. Including Best Picture, so that is pretty mm-hmm. good. Um, I think it's the third most nomination. I think the top three movies, obviously Oppenheimer got the most, yeah. and then Poor Things, and then Barbie, I think. Um, um, but I, I get why people are upset, though. Yeah. Um, one thing that surprised me, I'm getting about Barbie. Barbie obviously got a nomination for costume design. I think that was a given. Yeah. Uh, but it did not get anything for makeup and hairstyling, which I'm a little surprised at. Yeah. I really thought it would be there. But I think, like, Oppenheimer got a nomination there. Um, I don't... I guess, like, Strauss. That's really the only person that I think was, like, good. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but Best Picture nominations. So I've seen... Uh, Six out of ten. So I've seen. I just saw American Fiction last night. Oh, what do you think? Um, it was really good. Um, I, mean, I also mean, another Boston movie. Yeah, it was like very. Bo- <laughs> I saw so it. Um, I was watching it, and there's a scene where he's walking on a street that I had like had to walk down to get to the theater. Oh I wow! It on, I saw it at a local place, yeah. and I was like, "Wait a second! I was just there." That was uh, when we saw the holdovers. There's like when they're like in Boston and they're walking through. They like walk past this place. I was like, "We just walked past yeah. there to get here." Uh, and I think Very cool. like I keep losing Best Picture on this site. It's like <laughs> so, far down the page. Oh yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, yeah, just a lot of movies play, based in Boston and mm-hmm. Massachusetts this year. I thought there were more on the Best Picture list, but there aren't. Yeah, um, I think it was just a lot of movies that like yeah, were, like that came out late this year. Uh, there was just a lot in a row. Yeah. Um, Sorry, what were you going to say? Yeah, it was, but it was good. Uh, I mean this in a in like the best way possible. It was not as funny as I thought it was going to be. That's fair. It was it's... a lot more serious. Like it was really funny, but it was a lot more serious, and it was just very like kind of unexpected. But it was really good. Yeah. Um. But I saw American Fiction. Um. I saw Barbie, The Holdovers, Killers of the Flower Moon, Oppenheimer, Poor Things, and. We're after recording this, we're going to go see Zone of Interest, which I am excited for, yes. and I'm sure you are excited for it because yes. it is in German. In German. Maybe I should like just cover up the subtitles. <laughs> see how much you um, can get from it. Yeah, I've I think I've seen the same amount, but I've seen different ones. Mm-hmm. I saw American Fiction, Barbie, Holdovers. Mm-hmm. Have not seen Killers of the Flower Moon yet, mm-hmm. or Maestro. I know Maestro's on net. Is that like on Netflix? It is on okay. Netflix, and um, I think Killers of the Flower Moon is now on Apple TV. Okay. It was like an Apple TV or like an Apple movie so i think it's on apple tv okay. um saw oppenheimer i i did see past lives mm-hmm. which i really enjoyed that movie although I, i'm ex- really sad i'm excited um to see and then poor things and then mm-hmm. today so, yeah so i guess i just have a few more to watch which mm-hmm. i might try to do that as well what yeah. are the oscars i should know this mm-hmm. um like march march 16th i think do we know who's hosting I I knew it, but I forget who it is now. We do a lot of research. <clears throat> Jimmy Kimmel. Ah, I hate Jimmy Kimmel. Um, but yeah, you know, Oscars were pretty. I don't know what Nyad is, but it got several nominations and including actress in a leading role. I've n- I had never heard of that until now, um, and that always feels weird when it's like you know you don't even know a movie yeah. just until <laughs> the nominations come out. Um, I am a little – I've seen some people mad that – so 
Across the Spider-Verse, obviously, was nominated for yes. Best Animated Feature, which stacked um, category this year, I think. Um, the Boy and the Heron, Elemental, Nimona, very happy to see that it's there. To watch that. And I have not seen Robot Dreams. Um, but Across Spider-Verse was there, obviously. I was really hoping it would get, like, at least one other nomination, preferably Best Original Song for Am I Dreaming. I've seen a lot of people call that a snub. Yeah, there was a lot of good music. Um, and I think it's interesting, going back to, like, you know, Greta and Margot didn't get nominated, but Ryan Gosling did. And I'm Just Ken also got nominated for Best Original Song. And some people were like, eh, that was a joke song. That shouldn't have been nominated. Um, so I think that's interesting that... Um, I'm just Ken and what was I made for were both nominated for uh best original song. Um <clears throat> what were your thoughts on the Barbie uh snubs? Um I definitely agree that Greta Gerwig should have been nominated. Um and I think I personally think Margot Robbie deserves a nomination cuz I feel like the whole I feel like she kind of like sells the movie and the concept and I think it's like very interesting and I saw I think it was in Actors on Actors when she was talking about Barbie like how in the beginning she was like playing it as like I'm not thinking of anything Mm -hmm. and just very like blank minded and then as the movie progressed she like plays more and more into like I'm thinking of like now everything and like emotions and stuff and I think that like she I, th- I think she did a great job. But I also agree with you that a lot of people are mad about Margot Robbie not being nominated, but and they're kind of glossing over the fact that Lily Gladstone is the first Native American actress to be nominated, like, ever, I think. Um, and I think if, like, Margot Robbie was nominated, I would still pick Lily Gladstone. Yeah. I think she definitely deserves to win. That's fair. Okay, yeah, I could see <clears throat> yeah. I think... Yeah. Yeah. So... <laughs> um, but yeah. before we talk more, I <clears throat> saw this on TikTok the other day. Because you were talking about animated movies. Mm. I didn't realize how stacked 2009 was. Because it was um, mm. it was a clip of they, like, from each movie, <coughs> they animated a little scene of, like, them being interviewed mm. about what it would be like to get an That's Oscar. Funny. And it inclu- the nominees were Up, which won, mm. Coraline, mm. Fantastic Mr. Fox, mm. Princess and the Frog, and The Secret of Kells, which I've never heard of. Oh, but, wow. like... Those that are pretty movies stacked. that a lot of people mm. love, and like I feel like a lot of years. Yeah, was nominated for best picture too? Let me see. I think there have only been three movies nominated for best picture, like not best animated feature, but best picture. Yeah. Uh, and I believe it was Up, Toy Story three, and Beauty and the Beast. It was the original Beauty and the Beast, not the new one. Avatar was also nominated for oh best my picture. God. <laughs> um, <laughs> or maybe it won. Did it win? Up no, ah. It was, no, uh, Avatar doesn't count the as Hurt animated. Locker, uh, okay. for best, yeah, yeah. Or for best picture. Anyway, Avatar isn't an animated movie. But yeah, I still need to watch Nimona. Um, oh, it's so good. I hope Spider Verse wins, but I also liked Elemental. Um, yeah, I think, I I think Spider Verse is kind of a shoe in. Like I think all these other movies, unless like Boy and the Heron wins, but I true. I think that I I feel pretty confident that Across the Spider Verse will win yeah uh but yeah i'm excited to see what comes out of this um speaking of awards before uh the oscar nominations came out we had the golden globes awards and there was some controversy Mm. with this host again talking about barbie um so if you guys don't know if you've been living under a rock because everybody's been talking about it joe coy which i didn't know who he was but he's a comedian I'd never heard of him. <laughs> um, I think he's like a Filipino comedian, and I've heard Filipino people talk about how much they hate him. Okay. So I think that's probably an indication that he's not that great. But the basic premise of everything was that he made some not-so-great jokes about Barbie, Margot Robbie, and Taylor Swift, too, I think. I think so, yeah. Um, but... He was talking about Oppenheimer and Barbie together, you know, the whole Barbenheimer thing. And he was like, you know, Oppenheimer was based on this, you know, huge novel about the atomic bomb and and the moral implications. And Barbie was based on a doll with big boobies. Yeah. And 
This and this is a separate thing. Like, first of all, stupid joke, not funny, bad. Didn't laugh. <laughs> didn't, didn't laugh. Second of all, it, it this is like a separate thing. Barbie is a, going back to the Oscars. Barbie is adapted, uh, uh, nominated for best adapted screenplay. But yeah, that's kind of weird, isn't it? Because it's not adapt. It's not based on like a book or a pre-existing. It's just the concept of Barbie dolls. Like, it's an original story and everything. Um, Like, if it was based on, like, Barbie Swan Lake or Barbie Princess and the Pop Star or something, (laughs) that's different. I don't think it'd be getting nominated for Best Picture (laughs) if it was. But, like, I... That's a separate thing. I think that's dumb. I think it should be for original screenplay. But, um, yeah, not good jokes. And then he also made a dig about Taylor Swift and the NFL. I forget exactly what he said. I think it was just, like... Um, what's the difference between like the Golden Globes and the NFL? The Golden Globes don't show Taylor Swift as much, and then it like cut to her, and she just like had like a very slight annoyed look and took a sip of her drink, <laughs> and now everyone's like, oh my god, she's overreacting. Like, t- learn to take a joke or something. Um, but I, then I, yeah, when Ryan Gosling reacted poorly to the Barbie joke, everyone's like, yeah, good for you, Ryan Gosling. It's just like the double standard is kind of crazy. Yeah, it's like relax. Why was Taylor Swift at the Golden Globes? Um, <clears throat> probably for like a. Oh, it was for the the Eras Tour movie because oh. I was nominated for that stupid like, uh, cinematic achievement award, okay. which is just like <laughs> the one that wouldn't get nominated for any awards but made a a lot of money. Like yeah. I think the Mario movie was also in there. <laughs> um. So I think that's why she was there, but it like also wait, we're let me double check that I'm correct on this. <laughs> um, we forgot the biggest snub of all time at the Oscars. No, no peaches. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not nominated for. I remember. Yeah, song. everybody no. was really, <laughs> yeah. uh, really uh, going for that. Like I'm just kind of in peaches being nominated. I think peaches. Got a Golden Globe nomination, I believe, okay. but it did not get an Oscar nomination. I'm just realizing, like, I think one of the original songs is from that weird Disney Plus movie about Cheetos. Wait, 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 <laughs> wait a second. Um, the fire and oh my god, flaming hot. You're Isn't right. That, like about Cheetos, I would just see like yeah. on Disney Plus the ad. Like, I thought that was just an ad, like a commercial for Cheetos. <laughs> what? God, that's so weird. That's weird. Anyway, um, <laughs> anyway. it's a big snub for the Mario movie. Yeah. <laughs> also um, not nominated for Best Animated Feature. No, that was... I mean, I feel like I kind of expected that. Yeah. But, um, and no Wish, either. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. Yeah, so... Loves Joe Coy. Award stuff. Yeah, so uh, in other news, this was kind of a big deal... Um, the Wizards of Waverly Place is getting a reboot. Um, so David Henry, who played Justin in the original show, and Selena Gomez both shared a little picture of the screenplay with the title. Um, and they announced, you know, they're coming back. Um, I believe the plot, if I read this right, is like it, like it's after Justin at the end of the show. Spoiler. Yeah, I don't remember I what happened. So, <clears throat> I think like he wins the the wizard tournament or whatever. Mm. Or I think oh, Alex like wins movie or whatever. Yeah. yeah, I think Alex wins, but then like lets Justin have it or something. I forget. Um, but Justin is he won the wizard thing and he got to keep his wizard uh, powers because he won. Um, and then this show takes place when he like has kids and he's given up his wizard powers to have a family but then these like other kids come in who are young wizards and seek training and now he has to train them or something i forget okay. but that is the basic premise i don't think obviously uh, we don't really need another one of these reboots but what do you think i mean it, it seems like they're excited about it which is yeah. good um like in the same way that when they did the iCarly reboot, which mm. was like kind of meh, but um, <laughs> I don't know. It seems unnecessary. Mm-hmm. I'll still watch it. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm just like already imagining the like reimagined theme song that is always worse oh, than the God. original. And yeah. I don't know. We'll see. But I also just saw the leak 
for like a fairly odd parents reboot. I also saw that. So I don't know what's going that on. That was like, weird. Yeah. I don't know. Like oh. I I heard the theme song. Which that theme song I thought was yeah, cool, was like fun. a cool reinterpretation. But then I heard like you know Wanda, and Ka- Wanda, <laughs> Wanda and Cosmo say like the wands and wings, floaty crowdy thing, and I'm like that does not sound like Cosmo. Yeah. Like oh my god, he sounds terrible. But then I think like in the actual show, it like sounded more like him. But also, where do they get this this footage? Like, I don't know. It looked this? like someone like ripped it off of like the editing yeah. software. Very <laughs> interesting. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I. It could be good. I would like to. I'll, I need to see a trailer, I guess, before I yeah. judge it. But I think this is like the. Uh, didn't they already do? Yeah, they already did like a live action Fairly Odd Parents reboot, like three times. Yeah, <laughs> they did Drake like the Bell. movies with Drake Bell, and <laughs> oh. then they did like another show <laughs> with like Timmy's kid or something, or his like niece, or something. Well, but that was like, like his cousin in or something. Yeah, and the dog, but. I just remember the memes where it's like, I wish I was Drake Bell, and then it's like prison bars <laughs> coming. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, what a that was a great show, but I it's we're we're we've grown apart from the need for more failure. It, it is weird that we're getting to the point where we're old <laughs> enough that the stuff that we watched is getting rebooted. Because like, mm-hmm. right, I guess there there was like the. The Proud Family reboot, which I feel like was a little bit before us. Like, yeah. they were still showing it, but mm-hmm. we were pretty young. And, like, the Raven, yeah. That's a Raven one. Yeah, but, like, before that, you know, they had, like, Fuller House and Girl Meets World. Like, that's they're true. rebooting, like, the 90s shows. So, yeah. But now we're getting to the point where, like, our, like, early 2000s shows are being rebooted. Do you think Miley would ever come back for a Hannah Montana oh, reboot? I, <laughs> no. I doubt it. Um... Like, I was surprised that Selena Gomez is doing a Wizards reboot, honestly. Fair. Um, you know, honestly, one reboot I would, I think would be good. I've been thinking about this. Uh, I think there should be a Glee reboot. But... <laughs> Glee boot. That's exactly. Hashtag Glee boot. Like, that would be, like, instant uh, good marketing. But not in, like, a, uh, you know, what are, like, the original cast doing? But I think just, like do glee with like all new people but just an excuse to like like do modern day songs yeah. like you know they've they did like one taylor swift song in the entire show mm-hmm. that was like the director's biggest regret was not doing more taylor swift songs <laughs> you got taylor swift you got olivia rodrigo harry styles and you know you have so many good choices i think if they like said because like so i've been watching glee we're almost done i think we're just about done with season five it's like it was a good show, like with good, well written characters. And I think if you do that again with new, well written characters, but then you can also do like songs and stuff. Maybe some of the original cast can come back every so often. Yeah. Every so often, not like all the time. I think I think it could be good. And I think it would like bring it to like a new generation where they can appreciate it, and it wouldn't be like as sellout y as yeah. some of these other reboots. Um, that's my idea Disney if you're listening (laughs) did you ever watch uh, Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist no I know you recommended it I think that's like well it's not really like Glee but it is a fun like Mm -hmm. it's a nice way to get modern songs into a show like in the Glee style Mm -hmm. Um, but that also is around so um, but no that would be cool I need to watch Glee at some point Mm -hmm. because I I think I used to watch like a little bit when my sister did when I was younger but like I never really got into it Mm -hmm. yeah but uh, we'll see so moving away from pre-show news before we get into our main topic I want to give will a bit of a platform um <laughs> so wonka yes um it has been divisive i think uh i could say um i haven't seen it um but a lot of people have seen it i one review that sticks out in my mind Somebody said, it's not good enough to be good, it's not bad enough to be bad, and it's not interesting enough to be interesting. And I was like, what is this movie? This is going to be so weird. We don't need this. But then Will saw it, and he loved it. Yes. So I want you, in the style of our, when we used to do like the why you should watch whatever things, I want you to tell me, because I have not seen it. 
convince me to watch Wonka. Why do you love it so much? Okay. Well, I'll, I'll tell my Wonka story um, because I thought this movie was going to suck. Mm-hmm. Like, I saw the trailer. Well, first, when they first announced it, I thought it was going to be, like, a dark, gritty reboot. Really? Because uh, well, because Willy Wonka's like kind of screwed up. Like he like mm-hmm. he's got a weird, creepy side to him. He does. And I was like, oh, that'd be kind of cool to like explore. Um, and then, but then the trailer came out, and it just looked so cheesy and stupid. <coughs> I remember there was like Keegan Michael Key is in the movie, and there's a line in the trailer where he's like, uh, "Nothing to see here, just just some people defying the laws of gravity." And I'm like, that's okay, that's <laughs> annoying. Um, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. But. I heard it. Then I heard it was a musical, and I'm like, okay, well, it's a musical, so I got to give it a shot. Mm-hmm. Worst case, this is just a dumb movie I can make fun of. So, <clears throat> friend of the pod, Stephanie, and my roommate, uh, and I, and a couple other people went and saw it, and it won us all over. <laughs> like, we left the theater going like, I thought I was gonna hate that, and I loved it. And mm-hmm. here's the thing: I don't think it's an amazing movie. Like, plot wise, it's. <clears throat> it's nothing fantastic. It's not Oscar worthy. No. Well, um, no. obviously because it didn't get yeah. nominations. <laughs> but it's just so wholesome, and it feels like there was a lot of love put into it. It's directed by the same person who directed the Paddington movies, which I mm. haven't seen, but I know everyone gushes over those, saying like how cute they are. Yeah. Um, if I could compare this to another movie. I would compare it to The Greatest Showman, which is weird because I don't like that movie. Mm, really? <laughs> I'm not a big Greatest Showman fan. Oh, okay. um, I think the songs are fine, but I think the plot is dumb. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but I think it's that kind of style of movie where it's like, it's movie musical. Like, I, I, yeah. I don't think I would ever see Wonka going to Broadway. <laughs> um, yeah. But it's still like, well put together music. And... I think one of the things I like the best about it is it like respected the source material mm. of the original Willy Wonka movie, which I love and mm-hmm. grew grew up watching a lot. Like Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory with Gene Wilder. Yeah. Or, okay. Not and no. There's no references to the Johnny <coughs> Depp. Um, but I also do like that movie. Um, but I don't know, like. Oh, and all the trailers, like, Timothy Chalamet just seemed so cringy and cheesy. Which, mm-hmm. There's a little bit of that. Yeah. But. You kind of just have to give in to the cheesiness and, like, mm-hmm. let it take you. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the the act, do you know anything, like, what the plot is? No. So the plot is that Willy Wonka, who I think is, like, 19, mm. is... Uh, Builds comes, a chocolate factory. No. Whoa. Comes to a new city where he, like, wants to sell his chocolate, but there is a chocolate cartel mm. of, like, all the famous chocolate makers that kind of make it impossible to start a business. Interesting. And, this is not a spoiler, but at the beginning of the movie, he kind of ends up becoming an indentured servant because um, he like okay. at a at a like laundry place, and <clears throat> then he meets all these like other people who've gotten uh, stuck working there, and mm-hmm. basically the whole movie is him trying to sell his chocolate and like get his friends free, and um. I don't know, like, there's a bunch of Easter eggs and callbacks to the original without being, like, super fan servicey. Mm-hmm. Like, like there's a scene at the beginning where he, Timothy Chalamet is singing and he walks down the stairs and then he does the Gene Wilder thing where he, like, walks back up backwards mm-hmm. and then back down and, like, he has the cane that stands in place. And mm-hmm. I don't know, it's just, like, it feels like there was a lot of... Yeah, like, they looked back to the original mm-hmm. a lot. And there's a lot of, um, like callbacks that i didn't even realize like there's a scene where he drops his last like coin that he has mm-hmm. accidentally into a sewer grate and i saw someone say that that's the coin that in the original movie charlie like finds that <clears throat> coin to buy the chocolate bar that has the mm. golden ticket and the laundry place that willy wonka like gets stuck working at is the candy store at the beginning of the oh. original so like there's some fun cute things uh-huh. and <clears throat> one of my favorite bits is like in the original you it's kind of not clear where they where it's taking place because there's people with american accents people with british (laughs) accents there's signs that are in like german and spanish so it's like Mm. some sort of european country but it's not clear and they do the Mm. same thing like there's a scene where they go to the zoo and there's signs in german and there's Mm. another thing with like in a different language and so i like just the little touches like that and then the actual music itself i really like Mm -hmm. um it also sounds 
like the original. Like, mm. there's one song that reminds me of the like I've got a golden ticket. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the like the chocolate. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Timothy's a good singer. I mean, he definitely probably got auto tuned a bit, mm. but it's not like Emma Watson, Beauty and the Beast <laughs> level. Um, it's a little too long. Probably there's bits they could have cut out, but like. Mm. I don't know. It's just like hammy, cheesy, campy fun. Mm. I it, like ham and cheese. Yeah. Hugh Grant <laughs> plays the Oompa Loompa, who's not in the movie very much, despite oh. how much he was in the advertising. Yeah. Um, but he was really good. I don't know. Like, I'm struggling to express why I love this movie so much. <laughs> but I saw it. I made, I dragged my mom to go see it when I went Aww. home for Christmas. And she ended up really liking oh, it, too. Um, I don't know. Like, I feel like there's not a lot of just feel-good movies right now. Mm-hmm. And it was just start to finish a very feel-good movie and the songs just got stuck in my head like we were our apartment was a wonka house for a while Mm -hmm. we were just singing the songs all the time Mm -hmm. um so i don't know it's not like a 10 out of 10 movie but in my heart it's a 10 out of 10 okay all right, you know, if it, uh, I don't think it's still in theaters. If it drops, it still is in oh, some is. places. I think maybe, maybe I'll check it out. If it like drops on like Netflix or something, then I think I'll, I'll check it out. And it made me want to eat chocolate. <laughs> That's good. Um, so there's actually a a reason why I asked you to specifically defend this movie, not just because I know you like it, and there are a lot of people who didn't like it, but something interesting about this movie. It's a musical, like you said, but if you watched any of the trailers, you wouldn't have known that. Yes. Which is, uh, it's interesting, because they, they didn't really market it as a musical, even though it so very clearly was. Um, the same way, another movie was similarly marketed, not as a musical, despite it being a musical, and that is Mean Girls, the movie, the musical, the movie. Um, and that's going to bring us into our main topic, which is movie musicals slash yes. musical movies, whatever you want to call it. Um, but now I did see Mean Girls. I haven't Same. seen like or listened to the Broadway soundtrack, okay. really. I've heard like a little bit like, you know, things on TikTok and stuff. But um, this this movie was mid, yes. I, I think is the best thing to say. Um, I, I liked, let's, let's start with things that we liked. I liked, um, obviously I think Renee Rapp was very good. I thought overall the casting was pretty good. Um, I thought, you know, Angori Rice, not, not a very well-trained singer, but acting wise, I thought she kind of nailed it. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, Damien and Janice were both fantastic casting and they're both great singers obviously renee rap was good i thought i liked uh gretchen and um karen karen i thought karen was she was like the the star of the show i think yeah i agree um uh i think it was like we definitely didn't need like a mean girls remake like this early It, it has not been long enough well it's been 20 years I don't. I still don't think it's been long. I don't know. It feels like it came out more recently. It but right? um, I really liked how they took the Mean Girl story and set it in like a modern day high school with like cell phones and social media and everything. And I think that is like it's an interesting way to tell the story. Yeah. Um, but so I, I liked that. Like plot wise, you know, it's it's just Mean Girls, so it's fine, whatever. But um, I thought it was kind of clever like kind of the things that they they did with it like how um you know regina like falls over and now she's like tiktok famous and like megan the stallion is like who is this like i don't know who this is but like this is funny like the fact that like any like random thing can just blow up on social media and suddenly everybody knows who you are yeah and i think that's cool um but honestly and i think you'll agree the the low point what made this movie so like mid for me was the music. And I think that's the most frustrating part. Um, and we've, we've talked about this a little, I think that the music was, is great in the original show and they transformed it from like this sort of like a rock Broadway feel to like a TikTok pop hip hop 
feel. Yeah. And I hated it. I agree. Um, I just, like, I ended up going back and listening to the Broadway one and being like, wow, this just mm-hmm. sounds so much better. Um, it's just... And yeah. it's interesting. I, I feel like the actors did not sing to those backings because mm-hmm. I listened to a... I sent it to you guys. It was a video of Revenge Party, but mm. with the Broadway backing yeah. and the movie. And it sounds like Ali Caraglio was like singing mm-hmm. to the Broadway one because yeah. it like sounds, it fits more with that than the like mm-hmm. marching band sound or whatever that was in the, Yeah, I don't know. Like it all sounds like temp music in the back. Like they weren't yeah. finished recording uh, it or they made it in like mm-hmm. Garage Band or something. Yeah. And I've seen a lot of those where they take the vocals from this movie because the vocals are not at all in the like stupid with love or something like that the vocals are great just put it with the broadway instrumentals and sounds great um i think the best song by far was sexy i agree i know some people like didn't love what they did with it um instrumentally but i think that was the the least egregious and i think that was my favorite i think like avantica was fantastic um she was great as karen she was a really good singer too um, and I I feel like that sort of like TikTok TikTok hip hoppy kind of thing worked for it, um, and I thought it was really good. Yeah, and like it takes place at a party, which makes mm-hmm. sense. Like Guthrie <laughs> here, all that. Yeah. No, I think that was the best one transitioned over. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought most of the songs were like the yeah the actual singing sounded good mm-hmm. besides stupid with love. <laughs> um, and maybe it's like that last song I didn't care about that much. Mm-hmm. The, the final one. Yeah. I don't remember how much how much of it is like a shot for shot remake because I haven't watched the original in a yeah. while because mm-hmm. I can see that being a complaint and I do feel like they gave away most of the good jokes in the trailer the I jokes from like the original movie yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was I thought it was like decently fun like I had a good time watching it yeah um, and there is well, I'm not, I won't spoil it, but there is a really cool cameo in the that movie. That was cool. I did like um, that. <laughs> which I was not expecting at all. No, yeah. I think I got spoiled on that, but um, it was definitely like, I'm like, oh, okay, that it like is cool and it kind of makes sense. And they like make a little joke out of it too. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. that's cool. Um, I think like the biggest problem with the music, other than the re-instrumental, like the, the re-orchestrations and stuff. Obviously, the main reason they made this movie was so people could stream a official recording of the Mean Girls soundtrack with Renee Rapp. And I, I think that and like everybody was like hyping up like, oh my god, we're going to get world burn with Renee Rapp. I'm so excited. Even that was like a little underwhelming. Like it was good. Yeah. Uh, but like I think if they treated the rest of the cast – with like the same respect as they did for Renee Rapp in terms of like this is what everyone's listening for, I think it would have been a lot better. Yeah, and <coughs> I think this was originally going to be not even in theaters; it was mm-hmm. going to be like a Paramount Plus. Yeah, um, but uh, exclusive test audiences loved it so much that they're like, we have to put in. I think that was a theaters. good move because I, yeah. it seems like it's been doing well. It has um, been doing well. We have our. <laughs> Stephanie bought a popcorn, a Mean Girls popcorn book. Yes, and okay. Abby got the burn book. The burn um, book, yeah. So that's kind of fun. I regret not getting the Wonka hat popcorn <laughs> bucket, um, mm-hmm. but it's okay. I wouldn't have used it anyway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but um, another thing for someone gets hurt, the one that uh, Regina sings at the party with Aaron. Mm-hmm. By the way, I hated. I didn't like Aaron. I feel I like, like he was just very like bland. Um, whatever. But someone gets hurt. Sounded like a Renee rap song and not like a Mean Girls song. Yeah, which I think kind of uh proves the point that we're making that they the reorchestrations are trying to like make it sound more modern. Like it sounded good, but I'm like this. I I feel like I'm not watching Mean Girls. I feel like I'm watching a Renee rap music video. Yeah, which um, yeah. I heard that. No, I don't know if this is true, but originally they were trying to get Sadie Saints to play Katie, but like mm. she couldn't because of scheduling stuff. Mm-hmm. I feel like that would have been really interesting. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I personally would have casted Sabrina Carpenter, who mm. got to play Katie on Broadway 
for two days and then COVID hit. <laughs> um, and like Sabrina Carpenter and Renee Rapp are both like having their moment right now. So I think that would have been a really great move. And like we know Sabrina Carpenter is a good actress and she is definitely a much better singer than Gory Rice. What has she been in? Um, well, like acting wise, yeah. Uh, oh, Girl Meets World. Oh, I didn't know she was. I just thought she was a singer. I know this is like the Dove Cameron effect for me. I yeah, got that mixed up. She I was. Um, Dove Cameron was like a Disney she was star. the the girl in Milo Murphy's Law. Okay. Oh, that. okay. <clears throat> um, but like now she's basically just a singer. But she was like the Disney. She is going through the Disney uh sitcom star to like adult kind of like risque adult musician. Yeah. And like she's, she, I think she's doing well with it. Um, and you know she's great. But I, you know, everyone's talking about like, oh, give Renee Rapp a chance. Like Renee Rapp, that had her chance. <laughs> give her it. She did yeah. not have a chance. Um, um, and like one person like illegally recorded audio from like one of her two shows. And if they didn't do that, like we would have had no idea like what she would have sounded like. And she sounded good. Have so. you ever seen the Cameron Dallas clips from? Yeah. Him. So for anyone who doesn't know, because I didn't know who he was, Cameron <coughs> Dallas is like a like Instagram or TikTok or some sort mm. of influencer. Maybe yeah. he was big on Vine. I don't know. <laughs> but they like did a stunt cast for a mm-hmm. month when one of the actors was out, and they brought him in on Broadway to play Aaron, and he was horrible. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's recordings online, and he is not a well, whatever. It sounds mean, but he should not have been cast. No, like, he's, a, he's just not, not a great singer. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Also, I. Forgot a couple thoughts about Wonka. I'd like to revise really quickly. Okay, go it's ahead. related to Mean Girls. Okay, because, no, no, you're good. Uh, I always hate with these musical movies. They cut <coughs> so many songs, and now mm-hmm. I understand you can't put every song in because it'd be a long movie, and yeah. the general audiences already don't like musicals. But mm-hmm. there were a lot of good songs that they cut. They cut out the the Karen and Gretchen parts from Meet the Plastics, mm-hmm. which would have been nice. Um, yeah, there were some other songs that. Oh, they changed the opening number to a worse opening number. Um, what, Cautionary Tale? No, um, sorry, It Roars got changed to, like, What Ifs. Oh, whatever. yeah. It wasn't as good. One thing I really about <clears throat> Wonka, there were so many songs in that movie. Mm-hmm. It had, like, ten songs or something, like, including reprises and yeah. stuff. But there was a lot of music, and it didn't <clears throat> feel like it was too much, which mm-hmm. I liked. And I forgot, they used pure imagination in the movie, and I was expecting, like, oh, they're going to ruin this mm-hmm. song. It's going to suck. I did see a clip of that. And it was good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, anyway, that's... End of I my did, uh, yeah. I don't think this is really a spoiler, but, like, I did see, a, like, a clip of that, how, like, it starts out with, like, a very back and forth, like, come with me, okay. I don't like that and part. And we'll be where. But the actual <laughs> recording, I like. And that, I don't like how the whole... That reminds me of, like, that one sketch from, like, The Tonight Show where, like, Jimmy Fallon's singing and, like, like there has been like Will Ferrell or Andy Samberg like heckling him and just like uh you know he'd sing uh Don't Stop Believing it's like just a small town girl where is she from uh, yeah it, that it reminded me of that there's and, also uh did you guys did you and Abby end up seeing Parade on Broadway or not yes so oh my god I know so the good. recording we're going on a tangent but yeah, um, we're talking about music this is not over <laughs> yet that song I love that oh song. yeah the recording's great I saw like a a clip that someone recorded illegally from the show and the the like guard or whatever in the prison keeps interrupting him during that song and yeah. i was like shut up let it sing <laughs> yeah. um actually uh you brought that up about the recording i've seen a lot of people say that like um the recording of that song specifically is like it's so like over produced on the soundtrack and i've heard people complain that like it doesn't sound as good oh um, which I, I like kind of agree, I guess. Cause like I saw it live versus the recording. Yeah. Like I still think it's good, but, um, I don't know. It was just interesting thing that I thought of. Yeah. But, um, it, yeah. it is weird that studios are trying to like trick these people <clears throat> into seeing these musicals yeah. because I guess the, Although, I don't know how much the general public doesn't like musicals. Yeah. Like, I feel like people come to see these movies. Yeah. And, but that's what I wanted to talk about today. Because I actually saw, I saw this, like, YouTube video, like a video essay uh, the other day. And it was about, like, talking about Wonka and Mean Girls and how, like, they weren't marketed as, as musicals, even though they were musicals. And they, you know, the the girl making the video, she's like, why do people dislike musicals so much? We used to love them. And then, like, she was talking about, like, the history of, like, the golden age of 
mu- musical movies like Singing in the Rain and all that. Yeah. And they like used to release them all the time. Uh, and it was like, you know, during the Great Depression, you know, they need some something to cheer them up during wartime and stuff. Um, so they released like a lot of musicals. Um, Wonka would have killed during the Great Depression. <laughs> all I'm saying. I don't, I don't think Mean Girls would have killed no. during the Great Depression. Um, but it was interesting uh, because like nowadays um, it seems like – they were talking about like the Les Mis movie. Which is coming um, back to theaters. It is coming back to theaters, and we're going to see it. I'm very excited because I have never seen it. Really? No, I haven't. I like it. Mm. I'm also not the biggest Les Mis fan. Oh, which is I know is a hot take. But, um, yeah. but the thing that she pointed out was Anne Hathaway's one of her songs um, when she's like dying or I something. Agree, yeah. yeah. Um, she sang it. She was like, "I shouldn't be singing this super well because I'm dying." Yeah. Um, and then, so you can like sometimes like not really understand what song she's singing or like what she's saying because she's like uh, like dying, right? <laughs> um, and that was a choice for her, and she's like, even though this is a musical, I'm choosing to like play into the realism, even though I'm like breaking out in the song on my deathbed. Um, and that was sort of the interesting thing that she was talking about. It's like how people nowadays are more interested in like realism in their movies um <clears throat> instead of like you know people randomly breaking out into song that's like people don't do that like i yeah. don't care kind of thing um and you think about like even unrealistic things like marvel movies for example you know even though they have like the fantastical magic and machinery and all that there's always some sort of like scientific explanation that they try to give like they go back in time in endgame but they they take the time to explain like how it's working scientifically so you're like buying into like okay like if this was possible like that could happen that's realistic um and i think it's interesting that like you know something maybe people don't like musicals as much anymore musical movies at least because they're like this is you know, people don't break out in a song randomly. It's different when you're like seeing on a stage. Yeah. Like you're like, okay, like that's a performance because yeah. you are on stage, I'm in the audience. But in a movie, you're just watching the screen, all these different things are happening, and you're like, I'm trying to buy into like this story. And like if you randomly break out in the song, like what are you doing? That's like the people don't do that. Yeah. Which is it's so interesting. And like I love music musicals, um, and musical movies and stuff. But um it's just it's interesting that they one like the main thing that's weird is that they keep doing it even though they know people don't like them and just like not telling them that they're musicals yeah and <coughs> another i'm going back to walk up for one Go second ahead. um <laughs> the thoughts are coming to me i think one of the reasons it worked is because they kind of made this a timeless world it's not really set in like a modern time mm-hmm. or a real place and it's sort of a semi-fantastical world, so it doesn't feel out of place when people start singing. It mm-hmm. feels like... Like, there is a funny scene where he's singing at the beginning of the movie, and then he gets fined by a cop because there's a sign that says, No Daydreaming, and he's, like, he's imagining his <laughs> chocolate funny. shop. Um, so it doesn't feel as jarring when someone starts yeah. just randomly singing. Mm-hmm. And um, I think yeah. that's, like, a big... It seems like that's a big problem for a lot of people, is that it seems jarring, and, you know, people want, like, grit and realism... But like, I want more grittiness in my music. Yeah, I think like if you're going to the movies, it's like an escape from reality. So if there's like some fantastical concept, like lean into it kind of thing. Yeah. Um, you another, know what does that well? La La Land. I was just about to mention <laughs> that because um, no, we're on the same wavelength. Okay. This is good. Um, I think La La Land does like, and it's like part of the story, the balance between the fantastical elements and the realism, the realism. And it's just, like, whenever they break out in a song, like, the very first number, you know, Another Day of Sun, they're on the highway in L.A., stuck in traffic, um, and they, like, just randomly get out of their cars and, like, do uh, a dance routine and everything. And then after they sing the song and everything, they're, like, jumping on cars and, and all that, and then they just get back into their cars and then continue honking and stuff. Um, interesting thing that I just learned recently 
that number was originally not in the movie, and oh. it just started like with like you know Ryan Gosling in the car or whatever. And then when they got to <clears throat> the number at the party, or like when they're getting ready for the party, people were like, "Oh, I didn't know this was a musical." So then they started with Another Day of Sun. So okay. right away you're like, "Yeah, this is a musical." Um, but like another example when um, Mia's at the party and she's singing somewhere in the crowd and at the very end everyone's like dancing and ju jumping into the pool and everything there's fireworks and everything as the number's ending and like the the on the button like as soon as it ends it cuts to Mia's car got towed so like as soon as the fantastical element of the music is done you're like smacked back into reality um, and I think that balance does it really well. Like, <laughs> my brother does not like La La Land. Um, and he, when they did the number in the observatory and they're like floating and all yeah. that, he's, he, he like watched it with his girlfriend at the time and she was like getting emotional and he just like started laughing. He was like, this is ridiculous. But I'm like, this, that's the point. It's supposed to be like this fantastical you know world while the music is going on but when there's no music then you're like it's the realism like i'm an actor i can't get a job i'm a musician i can't get a job kind of thing yeah. and i think that's the great thing about it it like harkens back to the classic movie musicals and but also has that realism that and i think that's why everybody loved it so much i think another problem <coughs> is that some of these recent movie musicals are shot like normal movies which does mm. not help like mm -hmm. i feel like for the most part mean girls was kind of just shot like a comedy and there's a lot of the musical sequences are like in hallways and it looks like they're like filming a lit dub for yeah <laughs> which i guess fits because they're in a high school but i'm just thinking of revenge party which i did yeah, like yeah. revenge party like the mm -hmm. set and stuff that they did for that but it is yeah. just a lot of like people running down the hall mm -hmm. and like it's not <laughs> yeah i guess apex predator was kind of creative i liked that yeah with the animals but... and i liked i did like someone gets hurt and yeah. i thought it was like a very kind of creepy and how she like was moving all the parts like i like that's cool yeah and those scenes are pretty good but then just the non-music scenes are just like a regular movie it's just mean girls yeah so yeah. it's kind of weird when it's like here's this <clears throat> dance number yeah um, exactly yeah mm -hmm. and i think they need to like kind of balance it out better yeah. um but yeah you know i i think like music in movies like these musical i don't know i i, I feel like i want to try to establish a difference between a movie musical and a musical movie i feel like a movie musical is like like la la land like the greatest showman kind of thing we're like or, or wonka where music is kind of like integral yeah. to it whereas like trolls i think is a musical movie like they've been very <laughs> successful um and obviously like music is very like integral to the thing but it's like you know at the end of the day they're just like they're just singing fun songs and stuff yeah. um and i like those are successful because i what or sing or sing I, I think like those are successful because it's just like a movie that has songs in it rather than a musical i think does that make sense yes okay um and i i feel like people are will buy more into you know this is just a movie but then they're also singing like a justin timberlake song rather than this number they like sing a song that has like choreography and like moves the plot and things like that that's why i think like jukebox musicals are so popular <sighs> because they're more accessible and no, I know, I know. people know the songs going in and they're not musical <clears throat> theatery. yeah i do not like jukebox musicals but, but like i i think that is indicative of like why people don't really buy into like these movie musicals is you know they like when they like know what they're doing and they're like oh it's clever how they sang hit me baby one more time and you know romeo and juliet or whatever i'm like whatever mm -hmm. um it feels it feels forced but i think people like that because they like know what to expect and it's like in a way realistic because they like know what's coming i, don't know. I just saw there's a huey lewis in the news musical i coming. did see that <sighs> um but i another thing is i people it happens every time people are like this movie sounds so auto-tuned this movie mm -hmm. sounds or the music <coughs> sounds bad and i liked some of the singing some of the singing was still in mean girls a little overproduced I think. oh yeah like sexy if you just listen to like the isolated oh vocals. yeah it, it sounds like it is like 
she did like the sex. All right, like take a sip of water. All right, take two, and then they do the next part, and then they. It, it sounds like they like three separate takes yes. at three separate times. This had just one like consistent thing. There's a part of I think either Revenge Party or Stupid with Love where it sounds like there's a very clear cut uh-huh. where they did a different take after, and it's so yeah. clear. Um, I like people complain about Lame Miz the Lamez movie, but I kind of <coughs> like that they recorded the music live. Yeah. And I like that there are imperfections. Like, either stop making the people who can't sing, sing. Like, hire, like, people to dub like yeah. they used to do. Or, mm-hmm. like, l- allow there to be some imperfections because yeah. then it just sounds more, it's more realistic <clears throat> and, like, sounds more natural. Yeah, or even with, like, if you're going to use studio uh, vocals. I like when they, like, still sing, actually sing the music live so like the lip sync it looks better yeah like that's something rachel zegler really wanted to do for the hunger games movie she was like i want to sing live so it like looks like i'm singing instead of just like like yeah. like bad lips and i feel like there was definitely some bad lip syncing i yeah uh, i think Rap was one of the bad lip syncers yeah and it's <laughs> like it's like you know she's just standing there like uh so meh it looks like she's saying so meh but she's like screaming like top of her lungs and like sound it's like it doesn't look like you're singing that big yeah um and that for me like takes it out Although, like it doesn't seem as powerful yeah. i'm realizing now there are some differences i think between the soundtrack and the movie because i there keep are. seeing clips mm-hmm. where because that the infamous uh, i can't even watch i can't even watch <laughs> like that sounds so bad in the recording but i mm-hmm. i saw like a clip someone filmed in the theater and it, it sounds, sounds a little it better sounds a little better yeah um another thing like at that at the end when she's singing i see stars yeah like i've seen a lot of people be like oh she actually sounds like good towards the end That's, of it it's not her yeah it's a different singer <laughs> um so i like i do i agree i think she was a good actress in the movie she also yeah. looks a lot like jennifer like she i could believe that she's jen fisher's daughter um yeah but i think they just should have had someone else sing i um, i think so like Sabrina Carpenter, I think, would have been great. Also, or, like, Sadie Sink can sing. I think it is funny <clears throat> listening to some of the recordings to, like, close your eyes when Janice is singing and imagine that it's Moana <laughs> singing those songs. Yeah. I think it's so funny. But we were we were actually just watching Moana last night, mm. me and Stephanie and I, and I forgot, like, her voice sounds so different now than yeah. it did. Because I forgot mm. how long ago that movie was. It's, like, almost 10 years now. <clears throat> oh, my God. No, it, oh, my God. Oh, yeah, it geez. was. 2016. Yeah. Wow. But, older. like, you know... Ali Carvalho can sing. Uh, I forget his name. Jekyll, whoever. I forget his last name. Like, he's plucked straight from Broadway. Like, he can sing. Um, You know, I think if you're making a musical movie, get people who you know can sing. I I think I I saw people saying, like, I don't, she, they were like, Angori Rice is a Nepo baby. I have no evidence to back this up, but I can just feel that she's a Nepo baby. And, like, if, like I, if I didn't know any better, I would have suspected it because she was clearly like the worst singer of the main cast. So it's like, why didn't you get like a good singer? I don't know. I'm I'm rambling. I'm ranting. But uh, like it was. But I think just the most frustrating thing about it was that the music is what pulled it down. But like for some people like me, the main reason I went to see this movie yes. was for the music, and it just that was like the worst part for me. Yeah, which sucks. Um. But yeah, I think I think they need to either I, I don't want to say stop making mu- mu- musical movies. No, I, I, I always like watch them. them, and I still recommend people watch <laughs> Mean Girls because I maybe don't pay for it. Yeah, um, but I think they need to like be more honest in their marketing because so people know what to expect. I think I, they underestimate the because like Wonka killed it as well. It just it made like. Uh, it passed like 500 million at some point mm-hmm. recently like people are going to see it and enjoying it yeah and i think they still would have if the trailers had music in them yeah um i think they kind of underestimate like the how much a big group of people do like musicals i think they're just so scared like these execs in their like boardrooms they're so scared like ah people don't like musicals this like you know test audience doesn't like musicals or whatever um, but like there are like a good amount of people who do like musicals and I think they should, you know, like they, if they cater to that, that works. 
Um, they did it with the color purple too. Yeah, I very love the color. I still haven't seen that yet. I still haven't seen it either. Yeah. But <laughs> I, I don't think we're gonna get away from it. But I would like us to transition out of the really poppy musical stuff. Although I know that that's just me because I like classic, like classic sounding musical. No, I think like I feel like Hollywood is so big on nostalgia. But that's one element of nostalgia that they like don't tap because that's like an older audience. I get it. It's a niche. Like... It is a niche. But like, um, if you have a niche like, um, oh man, I had a specific example um, of like a movie that was oh like the the FNAF movie hmm. smash hit. That was like they were just banking that the FNAF fans would go out and see this movie, and they did. And now every Blumhouse movie you're going to see is going to say from the creators of five nights at freddy's and that goes to show you that's like a niche audience that they took a gamble on and it was so successful so like i think they need to take a look at like and they're like they're gonna be more they're making like a bendy the ink machine movie like there's gonna be more stuff like that um but i think they have to like trust these niche audiences a little more they will see it and they will see it multiple times or like and I've had a tiny budget, so like, just make movies that are lower budget, but are because yeah. then you'll recoup your like. Not every movie is going to be a billion dollar movie. Exactly. Not everyone's going to go see them. Um, yeah. What was I going to say? I had something. <laughs> it was about musicals. Mm. A musical. A musical. Oh, I would also like them to do more pro shots, like what we yeah. saw waitress, and that was good. Oh yeah. Um, um I think like. That's probably what people would have wanted more than a Mean Girls reboot is just a pro shot. And it, it exists. They have it. There yeah. are, like, official clips of them doing sexy on Broadway. Pro shot. Like, just released a pro shot. Yeah. Um, I remember what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. You, like, uh, shot up. <laughs> I, like, I want to watch Journey to Bethlehem. Because I saw a couple trailers for this when oh, I was seeing other movies uh-huh. where it was, like... The feel good Bible musical of the year. It's a musical. It's a musical, and then there were clips right after Wish came out of like I guess Antonio Banderas is in it, and he sings mm. this like song. Oh, I did see that. And it was like, really this is better than the Wish villain song. <laughs> <laughs> so now I kind of want to watch that movie. That was like, do you remember that? Uh, I forget what it was called. It was like an animated Christmas Carol movie with Luke Evans as Scrooge. Yes, and they like had this like fantastic number. <laughs> And I was like, what is this? Yeah. Um, and another, unexpectedly, I didn't see it, but it was a musical. Leo, that movie with That's Adam. That's a musical? That, yeah. No, that Adam Sandler it. iguana movie. I would have watched it sooner if I knew it was a musical. Exactly. It was still bad, I heard. Uh, but like, I think the songs were like fine, but it's like they just make these movies and it's like, ah, surprise, it's a musical. Like, and we why? don't have to talk much about it, but Vivo... Uh-huh. Another recent, granted, animated musical from our friend Limo Miranda. Yeah. Not our friend. But... <laughs> friend Pod Limo. Um, mm-hmm. I liked that one. Um, I saw like half of it because yeah. I came in the middle of it. That was fine. I just want more musicals, which I know yeah. is never going to happen. But, but uh, we'll see. Maybe the success of movies like Wonka and Mean Girls um, have more musicals. Maybe this is a little risque for the podcast, but well, we're not at St. Joe's anymore. <laughs> yes, um, I never got a chance to see it, but I saw some movie came out called Dicks the Musical. Yeah, it's it was a twenty four's first musical, which I kind of want to see that too. Yeah, and it has like Megan the Stallion in it, and it also has like Nathan Lane. I did hear about that. I I, I was excited about it, but I think it was like okay. I heard, but um, I would go watch it. But like that sort of like. I feel like that's good for something like A24. Like, everyone's like, oh, if it's A24, like, I'm going to go see it. So they can, like, easily sell something called Dicks the Musical. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, well, we're, if we have any final thoughts, but we're, you know, it's been a little over an hour, so we can probably wrap up. Yeah. But, yeah, I think the main takeaways, you know, because all of Hollywood is listening to this, um, you know, be oh, more. If anyone from Hollywood ever listen to this, we'd be blacklisted from the industry because <laughs> we shit talk so much. <laughs> oh boy. Um, unless it's Marvel, then they're probably like, yeah, come, come, come promote a movie for us. Yeah. Um, but I think they should be a little more honest in their marketing when it comes to movie musicals. Um, and just like 
embrace it more. Like, don't be scared of it. I think there are people who like these movies that have music numbers in them. Just, like, go go with it. And that goes for Hollywood and the audience, too. I think you just got to, like, you know, not – like you said about Wonka, there aren't a lot of just, like, pure feel-good movies. Just sit and, like, feel good. You know, it doesn't have to, like, be super gritty and realistic and, like, sad. It could just, like, be a fun little movie. Yeah. And That's okay. What do you think will be the next regular movie made into a musical <sighs> movie? <laughs> Um, that is not Broadway. That is not, that is not Broadway. Broadway. Well, that that's tough. What's like an iconic? It's gonna be like Bridesmaids or something. Uh, something like that. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like iconic like early 2000s movies that like everybody like quotes all the time and stuff. I think Bridesmaids or like that's the only one. I've could, never seen Bridesmaids. I could see. Barbie being turned into a Broadway musical oh, and then in like 15 years being turned into a movie. Oh, God. Um, I think Barbie is good as a one-off. Like, don't make a Ken sequel. Don't make more Alan, Barbie I want an movies. Alan movie. Um, no, I don't know. Audience, tell us if what movie do you want to see turned badly into a musical? Yeah, let us know. Um, and Yeah. But uh, I think that's going to be about it for this episode. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, Make sure to stream us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and make sure to rate five stars on Apple Podcasts. Uh, But, yeah, thank you for listening, and we will see you in the next one. Bye. Bye.